Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. But not for me. Oh, shit. Welcome <laughs> to season two of Three Boys in a Pot. After an extended hiatus due to various, you know, creative differences, like, like any powerhouse trio, the Beatles, for instance. They um, weren't a trio? They're... Yeah, they were. Oh, Are I don't you discounting Ringo. Ringo's contributions to the band? <laughs> Even though Octopus's Garden is, I think, my favorite Beatles song. Regardless, we're back. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Just uh, when season... you thought it was over. Yeah, we're we, back. you come roaring back. It's good, it's good to see everyone again. Uh, we're, we should have plenty of fresh ideas, plenty of fresh capital to work with. If, if Spike Ball and or Capri Sun is still interested in sponsoring us, Season 2 would gladly take them on as partners. That is true. I mean, we've done so much for them already, but they can't come through with a little, like, either merch, you know? Yeah, that's Is true. there much Capri Sun, like, so. merch out there? You know, I I'd would rock go for some... a Capri Sun t-shirt. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay, let's go to their our products on Capri Sun. Oh gosh, guys, did we hire our tech guy back this year? Oh my god. <laughs> what what was his name? That was Dave's job. <laughs> that was his department. Maybe he got furloughed. Are we sure he wants to come back? <laughs> that that's tough for him. Whatever his name was. <laughs> Was it Randy? <laughs> it was Randy. Was it Randy? Rand Randy is unemployed, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang. Maybe he defected to the other three boys in a pod podcast. Yeah. We're they still beefing really with. Popping off. Yeah. Okay, we checked right before recording here, and they're on episode forty. <laughs> like <laughs> nothing makes you like feel bad than looking in the mirror or across the pond and seeing that they've been cranking out them left and right and we're on episode 14 now uh can you say oversaturation 14. okay <laughs> it's just like marvel movies these days there's just it's just too many to like appreciate one you know our content yeah. is like refined high society that's how i describe like, it refined yeah it's exclusive refined. it's like supreme it's fancy well we want to leave the people wanting more not wishing they had less is that how that thing yeah goes? like yeah we're we're the andrew luck to that other podcast like ben roethlisberger you know sure like, you hung up ethan you get it ethan why don't you elaborate oh, no. on that metaphor explain i don't understand well it's like if you throw it's like if you're standing on the side of a lake and you have a rock and you go to how skip deep the, the rock, lake yeah the lakes it's pretty deep because there's fish in it of course is it, it where is the lake uh Let's just say it's in Iowa. Well, uh, it's cold right now. It's probably frozen. In the it, this is hypothetically the summer. Okay, oh, what's so the footing the like? Do you have a wide Can stance? I Are you on an incline? <laughs> <laughs> it's flat. It's Iowa. <laughs> that is so you, true. <laughs> you hey, Decorah is a beautiful region of Iowa. It's more like Minnesota. No, than anything. Uh, and only got Iowa nice slander. Lakes. And you expect the rock to skip. Am I right? But sometimes yeah. the rock sinks. And this time when the rock sinks, it hits this fish right in the eye. Oh, oh, and geez. so the fish dies. No, and the fish floats to the surface. Pretty grisly now, return here. And now you've become a hunter. So you have to wade into the center of the lake to get this fish. And once you get this fish, you realize... Wait, you can wade all the way into the center of the lake? This is not a deep lake. <laughs> 
it's steep more, enough for fish. Is this okay? Iowa? Is this just like an <laughs> irrigation like lake reservoir type? You gotta of imagine it freezes just solid, full in the of pesticides and runoff. Could be from fertilizer. So you, Probably you algae wade, blooms all the time. You wade into the lake and you pick up the fish, and then you say to yourself, <laughs> "What have I done?" And that's exactly what David was talking about. No, I don't. I don't think so. So you're saying it would be better if. Do you just not throw the rock to begin with? And are the we... of the story is don't be throwing rocks. Or don't go to Iowa. glass house. I feel like that's also part of the metaphor. Are we the rock and the listener at the glass no, house? No, the other are time we... You can be the fish, the you can be the lake, or you can be the rock, okay? It worked. The metaphor works always. As long as I'm not the farmer who's flooding the environment with nitrates that are probably going to get into a nearby well, you know? It's I'm true. Fine. Iowa is not a sustainable place to be living. Update know. on the Capri Sun under our products. They have the regular drink, the Roaring Waters. Um, they have 100% juice, organic, and then... Those Cap- are good. Capri the Sun Adventures. Apple juice, dude? That shit is so... Oh, dang. Dave, swear of the pod. Oh, no. wow. But no merch, it appears. Bummer. Mm. Wait, uh, are they selling water now? What? They've got no, this package no with Capri Sun. We're sorry, it's not juice. What? Does the water come in like Capri Sun pouches too? Yeah, it's it's filtered water. Do we need this? Is this? What? Well, okay, this is interesting. They're doing it because, like. This is from 2020, and, like, apparently, if students couldn't use drinking fountains, they're, like, they need their Capri Sun pouches. This is, this sounds, you know what, this sounds great. This is, this is a great idea, Capri Sun, and we support your business model 100%. Okay. We would like to advertise your water. But Capri Sun's (laughs) Instagram, I'm now finding, only has nine posts, and its last one was... August 31st, 2020. What happened? We are affluent members of the Instagram community, and we would love to take over your media production on your Instagram account. You leave Instagram (laughs) like every other month and then post like 15 photos and then leave again for another month. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. If you would just understand the fish metaphor, you would know why this is important. It's all clear. Maybe fish was the friends we made along the way. Okay? Mm. Maybe that's what it is. True. That's one way to take it. This is worse than an A24 film. That's what this is. This is more convoluted than Tenet. Okay? Wait. Tenet wasn't an A24 film? No, No, I'm saying like in addition, Tenet was... T- honest, this isn't what we were supposed to talk about. Is Do you guys like Tenet? Did you watch it? I did watch it, and I did like it. I, I've watched it multiple times, and I, I don't understand it, and it makes me feel stupid. There were so like, many times where I was like, if I understood what was going on, I think this would be awesome. Where I'd be like, whoa, this is like supposed to mean something to me, but I'm like... So the bullet's moving backwards? I'm still in that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I took chemistry and we talked about entropy. I know this doesn't make sense at all to me. I don't know. I don't know. Was... I thought it was very cool. I felt like I understood it enough to where I could appreciate it. But at the same time, I didn't love it. Like, it wasn't, you know, Inception's better. Yeah. If we're, if we're rating his movies. Well, why'd they decide to make it so, like, all of the exposition was while 
two people were walking through like loud factories or on a yacht as the surf brushed against the boat so you like couldn't hear anything cinematography sean and i'm the protagonist or something what does that even mean (laughs) the other thing christopher nolan has done this before too i feel like every time he gives important exposition it's under like like not ideal circumstances like it's never just like a conversation in a room it's like in the middle of gunfire or like someone with like a really heavy accent that you can't understand. I don't get it. I don't know why that's a stylistic choice or what, but Well, here's a solution to all of your problems. Watch it with subtitles. No, I will not do that. <laughs> well, you Absolutely you, you not. didn't like Parasite just because of the subtitles. I, you know what? Now correct we're on me this if tangent. I'm wrong. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, listen, right? Here here's how it should work. You should watch your movies and you should read your books. I don't want to have to read a movie. That's so stupid. And does it admittedly take out like a lot of movies for me to watch? Yeah, I don't watch foreign language films because I can't speak those languages. But at the same time, you're not watching the movie at that point. Like whenever there's subtitles on, all I do is look like directly at them. Like I can't, I'm not watching the movie anymore. I'm reading, I'm reading a screenplay. And I, it's, it, it's not enjoyable. And also, Snowpiercer is better than Parasite. Like, it just, it's so much better. Parasite is what? overhyped. Yeah. Just say Snowpiercer was better than Parasite? 100%. The, the one, one with Chris Evans? Who eats, wait, spo- spoiler alert. <laughs> who eats? Let's leave it at the one who eats. <laughs> no, yes. okay. Spoiler alert. Snowpiercer, apparently better than Parasite. I kind of doubt it. But... One of his lines there is it not like, I found out that kids taste the best or something like that. Am I wrong in saying that? And, you know, that says a lot more about society today than Parasite did in like an hour and a half of film. I'm so that line right there encapsulates neo-capitalism so well. On this entire point. I didn't even like Snowpiercer. It's not that good. No, that's a terrible take. What... First off, it's both movies are like one extended like capitalism metaphor, right? What does it better? Staircases or a train? And I'm obviously going to pick a train. Okay, trains are much cooler than stairs. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's a lot more complexity to Parasite. And it was like in more of a real world context than Yeah. That's a, not supposed to train. But the train, but the train symbolizes society, Sean. I feel like that's not what you're understanding here. They're just in society, in Parasite. <laughs> See, but you just so made just the argument. Okay, but you have to accept this metaphor of the train. It discounts your entire point. I don't understand how you could even compare them. One is just way better production quality. The acting is it's better. It's directed by the, the same The dude, dialogue though. is better. They're directed by the same person? Bong yeah. Joon-ho, yeah. But I have to say, my favorite Bong Joon-ho movie is better. Memories of Murder. Chew oh, that. the part where he like remembers that the murder happened—that that goes hard. Yeah, I like that yeah. bit. Yeah, I, I did watch that one, and yeah, not, not for me, not for me. Didn't I, wait? Didn't he direct Oakja wait, too? Which one? He did. Yeah, I did not like that movie. That movie was weird. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking at the pictures for Okja. What is this creature thing? I can get like a brief way, summary way. without spoilers. Jake Gyllenhaal is in this and Paul yeah. Dano. It's not good and though. And Steven Yeun. That movie is terrifying. Like, it's I some like dystopia movie where they're like trying to save this 
weird it's not a pig i don't know what you call it and it's supposed to be like some big thing about how we should all be vegetarian and whatnot mm. and i didn't i didn't need to see that i'll be honest with you i think it condenses the problem too simplistically into saying we should all just be vegetarian look look at this pig you don't you shouldn't eat these pigs uh i think it's bigger than that uh, and also the pig is terrifying and it's all really <laughs> weird I'm seeing an article said saying Oakja made my carnivore girlfriend go vegetarian. So I guess some people disagree with you, Dave. It was weird, man. It was just a weird movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was kind of off putting, I'll be honest with you. Jake Gyllenhaal was good in it though. He's good in everything. Oh yeah. Okay, after that minor technical difficulty. No one to blame in particular uh, for it. Sean unplugged himself and Randy wasn't here to help <laughs> because we forgot to hire him we, back. <laughs> Randy, we've established, is working for our competitors. So <laughs> we're not glorifying like his sacrifice or anything anymore. Um, no, we're, talking, we're talking Taylor Swift, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, if it leads more people into listening to Bon Iver, you know. No, no, that's victory. wrong. I don't. Oh, I we oh, keep keep Bon Iver away from Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> what? I don't. I'm sorry. I want. I want. I want Bon Iver to like keep doing his like side collaborations with like Big Red Machine and like Volcano Choir and stuff. I don't want. I don't want Taylor Swift like meddling in his his music. She can. <laughs> I, I like those things separated. I'll be honest with you. What? Who's to say he's not meddling in her music? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I prefer he doesn't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me like Exile isn't just like an amazing duet? It's just such a bop, you know? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. What? I, re- I, re- I refuse to enjoy it out of principle. And it's like cool to hear a Bon Iver <laughs> song where like you understand the lyrics and what's <laughs> happening a little bit. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Where's the, all the made up words and everything that <laughs> I'm, it's not supposed to understand. That's that's very true. It's like it's a surprising to, like, lack of falsetto. It's always fun to like go through like a Bon Affair album and just like listen to it all the way through and like just write down each singular word you understand <laughs> and it'll be like five or six by the end of the album. Yeah. I don't know. I I like to like try and pick out like I I feel like the only way to like understand the meanings to Bon Iver songs are to like look at the lyrics and then assume they all mean nothing. And then, like, superimpose your own meaning on top of it. Yeah, I think I had to... I wasn't a big Bon Iver fan right away. And, like, I'd highly recommend Bon Iver. I'm not going to gatekeep them like like Dave. But I'd just, <laughs> like... I had to let go. I'd be like, huh, this doesn't make sense to me. But I kind of dig it. I don't know what the words, like, mean. Uh, lyri- yeah, the lyrics are weird. I don't know what sound it- that is. What instrument's making that. But I could dig, I could vibe with this, and then now it's great. His whole um, like electronic phase that he went through on like a couple albums, it, it I was very interesting. I don't it know wasn't how a you phase, that. Dave. <laughs> that was the real bone of air. I mean, I'm still how a many first album. Does he have out? Uh, four. It's okay, the okay. first one for Emma, and then it's uh. Self-titled, yeah, and then it's what the I I one. That's his latest one, but then it's like twenty 
22 a million. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But he also has Blood Bank, which is like an EP that's in there, which is really good. And then he's half of Big Red Machine. I really like. Mm-hmm. And the well, Volcano Choir. What, weren't like Fleet Foxes and Taylor Swift on the Big Red Machine thing? I don't listen to the second album with Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Well, listen to what you want, uh, three boys listeners, as long as it's us. But I'd recommend <laughs> Bon Affair. Solid plug. <laughs> uh, what else were we supposed to talk about? Winter Olympics. Can I say something first before we get into this? Are you guys Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics fans? Like, which is your favorite out of the two? Um, I don't know. They both have their sports that are interesting. I think the Summer Olympics gets bogged down with, like, track. Like, track is fun to watch. Bogged down by track? That's an oxymoron, man. Track's the best part. Yeah, that's an interesting take, Ethan. Well, I don't know. I like, like, the interesting sports that you don't see every day. And, like, my family coaches track. I've seen a lot of track in my lifetime. But you get to see the more track through the Olympics. You get to see the best of track, though. Isn't that Are you fun? telling yeah, me at our high school we yeah. weren't the best of track, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I prefer, I don't know. I like to watch soccer in the Summer Olympics. Um, but isn't, soccer's, like, weird in the Olympics, cool. isn't it? Sean, do you have an opinion? Winter over summer? I don't know. I like whatever season I'm in, Dave. <laughs> Thumbs down. Cute. <laughs> Overall, like, summer, probably. I really like track. The swimming's really cool, too. You get badminton? What's up with that? <laughs> um, That's like a Jerry Seinfeld joke. <laughs> like, what's the deal with badminton? Yeah. Um, and also, it's summer when you're watching it, so you generally have more time to like get invested. That's uh, definitely a positive of the Summer Olympics. But like when I think of the Summer Olympics, I think of like tennis, track, tennis, gymnastics. You think of tennis? Those are like the most boring sports. But like Winter Olympics, when you think of that, I think of like all the different types of skiing. There's curling in the Winter Olympics. There's speed skating. There's the bobsled thing, and then the other bobsled thing that's similar. <laughs> skeleton, skeleton luge. Skeleton, skeleton luge, luge or whatever. Okay, do we uh, need that many ways to go sports. down an icy yeah, track, man. though? Skeleton luge and bobsled. It's glorified so sledding. Snowball fighting. There's just so many. That I, You're thinking Mario and Sonic <laughs> at the Olympic Winter Games, <laughs> which is a great game, but not. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's more interesting sports in the winter olympics like it's fun it's more fun to switch through channels in the winter olympics and see like all the different events than uh, the summer you know you guys know that like the ski jump one not like the one where they try to go far but where they like go down and they're like legs are like together and they're like doing like a t pose and then they like go off the really high jump and just do like a helicopter twirl and like land it you know which one I'm yeah doing. yeah pretty cool huh <laughs> Is that all that was building up to? It's like, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but I like that one. Yeah. Remember we had to watch that movie about the ski jump guy? I was just about to say, the Winter Olympics gave us uh, Eddie the Eagle, too. Yeah. And that's with like Hugh Jackman and the same guy from... Uh, Taron Edgerton. Yeah, Kingsman. from Kingsman. Hmm. That was an interesting movie. 
I don't know. Eddie the Eagle or Kingsman? Eddie the Eagle. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was kind of boring. And also it was weird because we were just in school one day and then I felt like they just shuffled us into the auditorium and we're like, watch this. And we were like, okay. It was for like, wellness Aren't you inspired? Day. And we were like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't ski. <laughs> I, went, I went to a ski resort the next day. And like, I wasn't like, okay, guys, like today's the day I'm about, to, I'm about to do the jump. Like, no, like yeah. I, I went home probably, I don't know, did homework or something. But regardless, I feel like I agree with what you said, Ethan. I feel like the Winter Olympics are just more fun to watch holistically. Like the highs might not be as high as the Summer Olympics, but like there's no lows. Like I will watch exactly. any winter sport. Like the, oh, we forgot to mention the best one, the biathlon, dude. That is so cool. Yeah. They just ski around and shoot things. What? Exactly. Like that's the best. It's like but a James you, Bond move. Like I could do like right now, like when we end this episode, I could go outside and do most of the summer Olympic events right now. I'm one stick away from doing the javelin. I just need to throw my <laughs> shoes on and I'm do any track event. Exactly. But it's not every day you can skeleton luge. Mm-hmm. Very true. And the other thing is, like, people die at the Winter Olympics. Not that that's good. I should live clarify. This is a big plus. Life is on the line in the Winter yeah. Olympics. Okay. I'm not, I don't want, obviously you higher. don't want to see that. But, like, the fact that it's Didn't all so people die at the Summer Olympics? Laugh like maybe Gino? a heat stroke. In Brazil, because the like cycling course they made was like Oh, they oh, didn't yes. die, but they became cl- they came close. I remember watching that. There was like everyone is trying to go down this one hill like so fast, but I think it had it it might have rained or something, but like everyone was crashing and like just destroying their collarbones. It's kinda hard to watch. But then this was a big yeah. cyclist. So. This year in the cycling one, one dude or was it one girl? I can't. One cyclist, I forget which uh, event it was in, uh, they thought they were in first place, but they were actually in second place. Because usually in bike racing, you have like a team radio or something you're like talking to, and then you can mm-hmm. figure out like what position you're in or if you need to catch someone, but they don't allow that in the Olympics. So they didn't see the person like sneak ahead of them in the breakaway. And just thought they were in first place the whole time. And then celebrated like they won gold, but they actually got silver. Okay, but how do you miss that? Yeah, I know. How do you miss getting past? I mean, it might have been an all in a flurry at the start. That's funny. But that person must have been like pretty far ahead, right? Because like, yeah. how do you not see them? Yeah, I guess. Those Isn't cool. it also like led by cars? Like, That's also you know you're not Sean, are you lying to us right It now? happened. Look it up. <laughs> look it I'm up. I'm not going to look it up, but I am going to doubt that it's true. <laughs> That's how we do things. Me too, Sean. More yeah, news. Think- Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, comes out soon. Okay, wait. Can I add something on to the Lego thing first? Lego's releasing a new Star Wars set, like the hallway scene from The Mandalorian, right? And it's 166 pieces. And it costs thirty dollars. That's absurd. I I don't I don't think that's fa- a fair price to pay for the hallway scene. And like, if you haven't seen it, look it up right now. It looks measly, and it's thirty bucks. <laughs> Dude, Lego has always been overpriced. It's because Not they know they have bad. a monopoly. They know they have something cool, and nobody else can take it from them. That's what we should be doing. We should be starting a Lego competitor. What's Lego backwards? 
Ogia Low. Ogle. Ogle. We could try, but Lego has all the licensing for all the. Like, you'd have to, like, talk to companies and be like, can we also make Star Wars? Why, do, why don't we? Doesn't <laughs> they'd Lego, be like, no. <laughs> doesn't Lego also. It has a rival. They made, like, like a movie. Duplo. The Playmobile. Playmobile. Oh, those do you know suck, though. Yeah. It had Jim Gaffigan in it, and Anya Taylor yeah. Joy, and Daniel Radcliffe. What? That tracks. <laughs> That's where all the budget went. Jeez. Yep. Well, if you're well, that person, why do you sign up for the Playmobile movie? Oh, gosh. The world has not been kind to young Harry, now has it? <laughs> <laughs> why did you say it like that? <laughs> In your, Sean, you went okay. to Washington but and you came guys... back an 1800s British dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this should make the, the the final episode, but when we made um, igloos in um, Washington at this uh, mountain village I lived in um, for the past month, uh, there was like an igloo building course, and we watched this like video like put out by the Canadian government. It was like an instructional like how to build an igloo, and it followed like two Inuit men. But it was like really fun for a little bit. Uh, one of them was named Tupac, which we thought was pretty cool. Uh, but then it like turned racist. It had just like a little sprinkling, so you knew it was from like uh, the mid uh, 20th century, where it was like they pulled up to a trading post and it was like Maya, the wooden abode of the white man, but their <laughs> house is of the snow. It's like. Uh, Hold up! What? <laughs> you know when you hear that voice, like break out during some educational video, something's about to go terribly wrong. And then we look in and we investigate. Voice like that is—it's never good. And then they went to like describing how the like Inuit men like lived and stuff like that, and is like they are a nomadic people. His house is a temporary one. If it gets filled or dirty he simply builds a new one <laughs> something like that it's like you really think they're just gonna get their house dirty and then just like oh, build another one i can move or something like that that's what goes into the decision making it's like come on canada you're supposed to be nicer than this the 1950s man it was a different time to be alive at the time the exchange rate for a snow saw was simply one fox skin though i also learned that so <laughs> what that dang inflation now it's at least 10 <laughs> that's funny wow speaking going back to the 1950s we could be in the middle of like a new cold war with russia and i really i was thinking about this the other day and like i really hope i don't get drafted because like i'm so positive that i'm like the person who dies like immediately like the second you land like if you watch like any war film like who's the first person who dies like Someone who makes like one too many jokes and they're like, this enemy's not real. And You're then the, they just get obliterated. The Pete like, Davidson of Suicide Squad or whatnot. Yeah, like, I know I don't stand a chance. <laughs> like like the Midwestern, like from the heartland kid who's like, yeah, like I'm fighting for freedom. And then you just get demolished by the Russian forces. So I have to avoid going at all Could costs. Could you, like, consciously make yourself, like, the edgy nihilist or whatnot, and then would you survive longer? I mean, Probably. you're not the protagonist at that point, but... 
like I'm currently shaping my personality so I can like survive the longest in like a conflict with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, but a- as it stands now, I'm in trouble. I mean, this is kind of odd because the last time we were talking about a draft was in 2020 with like when we thought we might go to war with Iran, and then our priorities shifted a whole lot rather <laughs> quickly. That was that was a good time to be on the internet <laughs> with with all those memes, like the ones where it'd be like. Fortnite kids getting into Iran and they're like screaming about not being able to build. <laughs> uh, the, remember there was that meme going around from the Rick and Morty episode where he does he like makes the finger gun and winks and says, "You son of a, I'm in." Yeah. <laughs> and then the meme was like when you realize priests can't get drafted, and it was like, "You son of a, amen." <laughs> that's funny uh but i'm sorry ethan we interrupted you talking about the lego star wars game (laughs) this is coming full circle wait we fit uh, (laughs) the uh conflict between russia and ukraine into the tangent that led back to lego (laughs) i think that's fitting oh well let's let's track that we went uh from the lego to the play mobile movie to me doing a dumb voice to the, <laughs> the igloo 1950s. and the racism of Canada and then from that to the draft and now back to Lego. It's the back kind of like topical jumping in between that you can't get anywhere else. Okay. All right. Legos. So do you remember Lego Star Wars the complete saga? Yes, I remember it being quite complete too. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. <laughs> oh yes. And do you remember the class system? Where, like, basically an astromech could open this door, a Sith could open this door, a Jedi could lift that object, blank, blank, you know? Yeah. Okay, in the new system, listen to this. Characters in the game fall into one of nine classes. Jedi, hero, scavenger, scoundrel, bounty hunter, villain, dark side, astromech droid, and protocol droid. This is getting too complicated, okay? (laughs) I, (laughs) in the first one, it was, like, bounty hunter... Short person slash astromech. Yes, short person. That was it. Can yeah, you say that? Those together. <laughs> <laughs> now there's like nine. I, I don't know. I'm very worried that this game is going to be overcomplicated and bad. How many like, different I kinds just of wanted doors a remaster of the original. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> probably, probably an insane amount. And they got rid of the red bricks too. They're now kyber bricks which canonically makes more sense but looks a lot lamer because they look like glass oh so it's you're supposed to assume it's just a block of kyber crystals wow that's not realistic at all no (laughs) they come in tiny crystals not blocks silly yeah exactly when you rather just pick up a red brick (laughs) well yeah i would definitely rather just take the game on the modern consoles maybe like some fun new levels or something but i don't need like the new movies to play through either i don't exactly i agree i don't need anything from the sequels ever actually like i just i don't ever need to see it ever possibly well and are they getting didn't the lego movies change from their like fun talking with animations to adding like voice actors and stuff into actually i heard that too they did but positives of this game include a mumble mode so you can just <laughs> click that in the settings and then 
they go back to their <laughs> nonsensical language. Oh my god. Which will be fun. Um other other perks include more characters, which, you know, that that is a plus. Um like better graphics for sure, better camera tracking cuz you know, especially like in the third one, the Clone Wars one, the camera tracking sometimes you'd be trying to run in a straight line and the camera that followed you would just be staring at the ground <laughs> and you'd be like what is going on? <laughs> so, I think that'll be better. But I agree with the sequels like I don't really have any desire to play those. It's also still two player, so oh. we can speed run it. My question is like is it going to retain like the same level of like frustrating me to no end until I have to like put it down for hours at a time because I'm about to like punch through a wall or something. Cause like that's, that's quintessential to every well, single Lego game. Yeah. That's what I'm saying with all these new class editions. Like it seems like it was already a little complicated because you know, the point of a Lego game is basically, you know, if we summarize it to get from point A to point B and yeah. like, they're just adding more doors <laughs> and more like strange mechanisms of unlocking those doors. I feel like with the class system, I still don't know if I like have experienced any greater fury than being stuck on a Lego star Wars level and not knowing how to solve it. Like there would just be like a bunch of things yeah. in the room and nothing did what you wanted it to. And you just look at it for hours and nothing would happen. The worst was the Mustafar level from episode three, where you had to jump through the hallway and like lava was breaking in yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you were like running towards Yeah. Yeah, and running towards the screen and you had to like that time it perfectly. One. And if your partner died, like you died and everything. I feel like when we beat it originally, <laughs> like my brother and I were getting really, really angry and then I couldn't do it. And I was like, I'm taking one for the team. I'm logging off or whatever. Like I turned my remote off and just let him get through the section or whatever. I came back in the end or something. But then recently, like within like, I think it was during the pandemic, I was like, we should do this again. Like play this level and just to see how like show we've come so far. And you know, our hand-eye coordination <laughs> is so much better. But no, it was like, we got close on the first two tries and then like spent the next half an hour trying to get through the same level. It was like, I'm no better than 10 year old me trying to beat this. This yeah, is, they're hard. has some staying power. Did you guys ever play Lego Indiana um, Jones? Because I played those I games. Those, some of the levels in that game were so bad. Like I just, like, I remember being stuck, like, multiple times for, like, days on, like, this, like, a singular, like, portion <laughs> of one level in the game. And just, like, having to, I think I had to Google some ways out of these. Because, like, that's that's the point those games yeah. bring you to. Yeah, oh. sometimes the puzzles are not very easy to solve, for sure. I will say, now that they're making all these spin-off Star Wars TV shows and movies, though, like, I would rather play, like, through a Mandalorian or Rogue One like lego than a sequel movie i don't i yeah. don't need any sequel content whatsoever <laughs> do rogue one and solo are they gonna get levels in this game or no i wonder if they'll be like added on in expansions and i think that would be really cool but so far no oh there's character Although packs though so you can get the characters from those movies my guess is like the shows. mandalorian that was too small by itself to ever have like a Lego Star Wars game, like there just aren't enough characters. You know what I mean? But they made a they made a Clone Wars video game 
Lego video game, and they only use like the first two seasons for content. Oh, I'm excited to play the Scout, but I'm also concerned it's going to distract from college work to an unhealthy yeah, amount. Yeah, same. Like it, it's <laughs> not an opportunity. You gotta indulge it. <laughs> yeah. Like shoot, I can't be up at like two a.m. on like a school night trying to grind yeah. through like a Star Wars level. <laughs> Any final thoughts on the Skywalker saga releasing? Just do it already. I think we been forever. <laughs> oh, another thing we could talk about. Um, you guys have any like initial impressions of like the Batman movie? Mm, I think it'll be okay. I'm kind of worn out with superhero content in general. But this one's different, Ethan. It's edgy. Yeah. This he's not like yeah, other Batman. It just seems like batman it's not like batman because it's dark but like isn't batman already a dark character <laughs> doesn't he already beat the crap out of people in alleys like i don't <laughs> he wasn't he, that the thing is he was never that dark in the christopher nolan trilogy like not not to a great extent like he's, he would say edgy things every once in a while but like other than that like it was the villains that carried edgy, a lot of that can i get an example of this edgy batman yeah lines? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen them in a little bit. Like something, something along the lines of, "Where's Rachel?" <laughs> something like that. Where is yeah. she? <laughs> um, I feel like I, I. What I've heard of um, Robert Pattinson's Batman voice was like it was kind of rough. Oh really? I don't know. Well, they're dude, all kind of rough. Like, why don't they just like hire an actor with an already deep voice? Like, I don't understand why he has to have a normal voice and then a batman voice why don't they just get an actor with a deep voice and he can use it for both like or just edit the voice we have sound mixing for a reason well that's what they Thank did you. with yeah. just edit the voice that's what they did with um the what's his name ben affleck's batman, ben affleck's batman. and it just kind of sounded oh, weird yeah. he was i the more i think about Edited it the less i like his batman <laughs> he was not good he was not a good choice. He was not. Good. I, no. I didn't. It's really remarkable. Like I don't know if you guys have been watching Peacemaker or not, but like not. it's really it's remarkable how terrible like most DC properties are in comparison to like this Suicide Squad and now Peacemaker show, which you should guys you should watch by the way. It's fantastic. I, it's it's probably my favorite bit of DC content, like genuinely. Besides like the Nolan with Dark John movies. Cena, really, dude, he's so good. He got. He clearly got an acting coach. Like one who, <laughs> like the guy who helped Patrick Mahomes go from "Oh my God, I can't watch this" to "This is bad" in commercials. Helped John Cena. Like that. That Sean gets that joke. Sean got That's that. That's good reference. to hear. It's good to hear. Um. So like he's decent. I really actually like enough that like I'm like I actually I think he's a decent actor in this show. I I would huh. recommend it. The superhero stuff is, in, I'm getting to the point, you know, everybody's prophesied this day where <laughs> we're, we're getting tired of the, the superhero content, and I'm kind of there at this point. Like, if, if another Marvel show comes out on Disney+, Plus, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Like, Hawkeye, his show, it just wasn't, didn't do it for me. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Moon Knight's coming out soon. I might watch that. Is that well, one like, going to have o- Oscar Isaac in it? Yeah. Why? What? He said what he would What did wouldn't... they do to his costume? It's all CGI. That's what I am a little upset about. 
it's not yeah it looks it's like not Green like live action at that point <laughs> you know oh, they really overdid funny. it once modok got his own tv show yeah and now there's like yeah. <laughs> assassin monkey or whatever they have their own tv show now the other mm-hmm. thing too is there's like historical precedents for this like it's the exact same thing that happened to westerns like westerns used to be like the the old superhero genre like there used to be so many of them like I, you look at Sergio Leone's spaghetti westerns, like the movies. Okay, like we get Eastwood it, Dave. Made. You watch, you watch westerns. Okay. <laughs> what? You watch westerns. I get it. I'm. You know what? Excuse me for trying to make this podcast just a little bit more intellectual than. Oh man, there's a lot of doors in Star Wars. Um, regardless. <laughs> regardless. Um. It, like, and then people just got tired of it because, like, they made so many, and we might be reaching that point where, like in like i don't know 25 years like there'll be the occasional superhero movie just like there's still the occasional western but like some other genre has come in and replaced it i don't know what it would be but we might be approaching that you know what genre should replace it it's like a the buddy comedy we need to like go back to some (laughs) really just immature buddy comedy (laughs) (laughs) what do i need to do to get like a John C. Riley, Will Ferrell like movie that's actually good. What? Not a Talladega Nights two, like no. Maybe like an Indy five hundred or something. I don't want more sequels either. Is the thing, but that's yeah. A lot of so many movies now are remakes too. And now suddenly the comedy stuff has yeah. to be all dramatic at the same time and make you feel bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Succession, and yes, it is good. And yes, it is funny, but at the same time, I feel bad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Talladega Nights was just fun for everyone, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ethan, any any thoughts on idea. the development of the new movie genres or whatever? Um, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna see where it goes, you know? I'm just gonna sit back in my, in my theater seat, recline it all the way, and I'm just gonna watch the previews as they come. <laughs> You're exactly what you're exactly what corporations want. Then I'm gonna passive consumer. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then I'm gonna complain about it probably. Uh, (laughs) You you turn it on its head. (laughs) And as always, call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. But not for three boys in a pod. Because we're back, baby. We're back. Yeah.